Welcome to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing of the United States Air Force. I'm Chaplain Jim Bridgem. And I'm Sergeant Ackberg. And our special guest host from the 51st Intelligence Squadron is... Master Sergeant Andre L. Booker. Although he won't really be much of a guest host because he's going to be on the next three episodes, but we'll still introduce him as such. Now, in each episode of The Pillars, we find a brief resilience topic so you can practically fix any potential roadblocks you encounter and finish a better wingman, airman, and leader. Now, our first four episodes of 2018 are designed to help you have a new year and a new you. We're going to give you one or two points aligned with a single pillar for each of the podcasts. This one will be on physical. Now, we chose to wait a little bit on this, and because most resolutions, you're going to set a New Year's resolution, most people do, and they usually only last for about five to ten days. So by now, by the time you're listening to this, you're probably not following that resolution anymore. So we want to give you some actionable goals that will make a huge difference in your life. So our first one this week is going to be on physical. Yes, so physical, we're going to talk about um, your physical health. And so first off, as the acting SG for the wing, uh, I'd like to say is, you know, take care of your body. You know, have you made that appointment with your PCM that you need to? Are there any injuries you're not addressing? Um, Are you trying to bear through pain? Um, Those are not smart ways to meet your goal. And so make an appointment. I know it can be difficult at times, but make an appointment with your PCM, follow up, get the medical you need, um, especially when we're going to talk about uh, movement. Yep, and movement we're saying is 30 minutes of movement. Now that can be physical training, lifting weights, running. Some kind of movement is key, 30 minutes of movement a day. Now when you do that, works with your schedule. We've also noticed that there is an alignment between those who aspire to senior leadership and who work out in the morning. And it's a good way to do it. Well, why? You can control two things really in your schedule, at least in the Air Force, the bookends of your day, the beginning and end. The rest of the day, you can pretty much schedule, we get it, but the reality is anyone who's been in the Air Force for more than 10 minutes knows that the schedule that we make is really, a, you know, show God your plans and he'll mess with them. That's our life. So if you can do 30 minutes of movement either in the morning or right at the end of the, your day, that stuff can change your life. It certainly can. And when we talk about movement, we haven't really invented a way of trading in our bodies for a newer model yet. I'm sure that's coming. But in the meantime, we have to take care of our body. And so fitness is huge. So, Sergeant Booker, what can you add on fitness? You know, the main thing is just, like you said, movement. You know, find something to do after you eat or, you know, during the day. Just stay active. So what I do personally is after I eat any meal, if I put a peanut in my mouth, I try to walk around for two, three minutes, visit somebody, talk to somebody. You know, that's kind of like my smoke break. So you shouldn't be smoking, but that's my version of my smoke break. So I I take five to 10 minutes multiple times a day and I visit people or I walk around the building or I just go look at something different throughout the squadron or the, or the unit and um, to, to stay active and move, movement. It's just so easy to incorporate in your day. Walking around, taking a walk around the building, anything you can do to do so will work. Now, if you want to go into the gym, the first thing you're going to need to do is meet with your PCM, right? Yes, I would recommend that if you haven't seen your PCM or like you're fighting through any pains or anything, get that addressed. It's not weakness, it's smart. You don't want to further injure yourself. And if you're um, feeling depressed, anxious, stuff like that, seek out the resources to address that. Um, I know like I didn't go in the gym because I had anxiety. It was overwhelming. 
for a long time. And so I just did the basic minimum to pass a PT test and a good score, but you know, I would run the mile and a half, two mile, and I'd never go for further than that. That wasn't my goal because my goal was to avoid the gym, not to go into the gym, which is not the best and the healthiest. Yeah, and I know when I broke my ankle earlier last year, when I went to physical therapy and my PCM, I said, look, I'm going to the gym. So that's the reality. What can I do? Now, what can I do? Oftentimes we gravitate towards, I have a profile, I don't need to go to the gym. The reality is you're going to end up needing to work out and stay mm -hmm. fit. So find something that works. A way to do that, if you if you have that anxiety about the gym, you don't know what to do, there's a website called myairforcelife.com, myairforcelife.com, and they have a tab called the Operational Fitness tab, bottom right-hand corner of this page at myairforcelife.com, and it has actually a decent workout plan. It has about a 160-page PDF, mm -hmm. so don't print mm -hmm. it out, but look through it, and if you don't know how to work out well, take at least a skim through that PDF, and it'll really help you. Yeah, even if you picked out five components and you just did three sets of those five it just doesn't have to be with any resistance because it's I believe it's designed to be all body resistance right so there's no weights no bungee cords no equipment machines right um, maybe just a towel or a mat to lay on um, but I think just adding that and in, in working out the different parts upper body lower body core um, you can see huge improvements to start and one thing you should do is put your ego to the side put your pride to the side and ask somebody there are mm -hmm. plenty of people around that are fitness gurus or that are into fitness, yoga, whatever you, whatever their cup of tea is. So ask them, and, and you know, possibly they can guide you in the right direction. If you go to your local fitness center, whoever's working at the front desk, there are certified trainers that are on staff that can walk you through the through the ABCs and get you get you walking. And then eventually, you go, if you continue the process, you're going to start running, and then next thing you know, you're going to be a fitness guru yourself welcoming those new people that come in the gym and offering your advice and your little tips and what worked for you and what didn't work for you. So put your pride to the side, open your mouth, and just ask for help. Exactly, yeah. And then another component to this is um, what are you eating? You know, we are what we eat. Nutrition, <laughs> you know, and I can speak for myself. You know, I changed my diet, and I saw a lot of benefits from changing my diet. But until I added that physical component, that movement piece, I didn't really see the results until I combined the two. Um, and so really take a look at your diet. Um, if you can make one modification, you know, whether it be cutting out certain things out of your diet like fast food, even just decreasing the amount of sugary drinks or just taking sugary drinks out of your diet for two weeks, I guarantee you will feel better, you'll look better um, because that sugar is um, really addictive. Well, in changing, we're going to each share a quick story of how much movement has changed our lives in the last year so that you have some encouragement to walk away from. But Sarnak, where you started running this past fall. I did. Thankfully, this assignment has uh, made me work with you, which is amazing. But you have a lot of movement. You work out a lot. And so uh, I can't just not work out when it's required. So, so you have, we're running and it's amazing. And so because I had some injuries in my knees, um, I was really hesitant to start running, but I started a program where we do a run walk. Um, and the next thing I knew we were running just for about 45 minutes or an hour. Um, and he, you're like, we went four miles. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Wow. I was like, I've never in my career have run four miles consecutively. I just passed my PT test and I move on with my life. Like, that's that's what I did. And so that was a huge achievement. And to me, I didn't even know it was something I wanted to achieve until I had achieved it. And then I was like, 
how much further can we go in an hour? Like, and so I just like contemplated. So I was really impressed with just the movement piece. And you spoke about the confidence piece as well. Oh yeah. I mean, and people like, you know, cause like I said, I added the diet in and then when I added the fitness, I mean, people are just telling me like, Oh, you look so good. You know, we notice a change. I feel better. I have energy. My self-esteem is higher. So I know for me, the benefit was adding the two together um, has made a significant improvement and I've seen the weight loss and the change that I really wanted. Okay, and it didn't take a lot to add it this to it. So now, Sergeant Booker, you also were talking about pull-ups. Yes. I just couldn't do pull-ups. Like I can, couldn't do any more than two pull-ups at a time. So every day or every other day I started to go in the gym after I finished my cardio and I would just keep practicing, practicing. And those two pull-ups turned into three, three turned into four, five, so on and so forth, where I can do 20 pull-ups nonstop, no no stopping with ease. So I'm to a point now where I think I can, I'm going to push for 30, that's my goal, but I want to be realistic, you know, I'm not, you know, some big-time fitness guru, but after the after I get the 30 pull-ups, I want to do the muscle-ups. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. No. You know, where, no. You, where you pull up and then you jerk the rest of your body up above the pull-up bar. Oh, so wow. I like to do oh, 10 of those. So me being a 200-pound guy, I think it's going to speak volumes of me. I see these, these smaller statue guys doing these muscle-ups in the gym, and I'm kind of jealous. So I like to go to the gym early in the morning when nobody's there. So, you know, those guys that, that are doing those muscle-ups don't see me, but I'm practicing and I'm coming for them. And, <laughs> and I'm learning technique and proper form and uh, – my goal is this year, you know, to do be able to do 30 pull-ups and then go straight into 10 muscle-ups. So That's awesome. That is really awesome. And there's so many ways to track your fitness as well. There's so many apps. There's so many resources. There's watches. There's wristbands. There's whatever you want to call it. Um, they're out there. So just look at whatever's the simplest. Don't get overwhelmed. Ask around what people use. Figure out what you really want to track. I know before I got my fitness tracker, all I wanted was to count my steps. And so that's just what I focused on. Um, and then now I've branched out from that. But look at something that can track that because it'll show you results and then it'll keep you accountable. Correct. And even if it's a notebook, I personally use a notebook to track my workouts and that's huge. I look back every morning and it gives me a psychological win because every day I try to add something. So if I'm lifting weights, I look, okay, can I just add two and a half pounds to this or five pounds, which is might seem small, but that adds up because if you're adding five pounds you know, to a workout every week, well, that quickly gets pretty big. Now, I've had a huge success um, by doing that this coming year. And what I did, again, as a runner, I experienced an injury. I modified my workout to lift weights. There's always something you can do. Even with a broken ankle, I'm sitting there on a machine called the Hudson where you're moving your hands in a motion similar to if you were running to provide cardio. There's always something you can do. And if you don't know what it is, your primary care manager can give you some solutions. Even if it's walking in a pool or just walking there's always something you can do. And that's what we're advocating for, is some, at least 30 minutes of movement a day. The thing you'll notice though are all these pillars, although we're focusing on the physical here, are all interconnected. So we talked about social, how this is gonna impact people around you. Like, mm -hmm. So you talked about folks you're gonna run into in the gym, right? Accountability. Mm -hmm. I missed the gym this morning, but some of the guys I've seen that are regulars in the morning, they, hey, where were you at this morning? I told them, I said, hey, I had a second workout squadron PT yesterday afternoon. I said, so I, I kind of slept in this morning, but I did say, hey, I'll be there this evening, you know, to make up, you know, for what I missed this morning. So accountability, you know, you build, you, you meet new people in the gym, you, you build those relationships. And that's where that, 
that experience and that knowledge comes from knowledge comes from other people, not only just reading books, but people that's experienced the same woes that you have as you 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 travel along your fitness journey. Well, and for the mental piece, you can listen to audiobooks yep. and podcasts, etc. And also the spiritual piece, I, I use my time for running oftentimes for prayer when I'm out there to find that quiet. So there are things that each one of these pillars, although we're focusing on that narrow piece, are interconnected. But we're just going to encourage you again to look at what you eat. Yep, look at what you eat. Uh, talk to your PCM. Reach out. H Park. Um, Hawk, there's all these resources. I know there's a couple bases out there. Um, the clinics have dietitians, and even if you have to spend a little of your own money, um, sometimes it's worth it for the gain. So if you need to talk to somebody that knows nutrition, um, need someone to do a meal prep like plan for you, um, it, it's a few dollars to get involved in that. But most people know somebody that already does it, and you can usually find somebody that it'll do. They'll do it for you and pretty much free. Um, so reach out, get connected. Um, and then really focus on how to make you move. Yeah. And oftentimes we see people who come and say, I can't do that. I can't get that fit. I can't run a marathon. I can't lift weights. I can't do muscle-ups or pull-ups. But the reality is it's a series of small steps that execute in a specific manner looks like magic. Yeah. So what happens is we're walking every day, running every day, writing in a notebook or a planner or an app, whatever you have, and seeing your results shift over time. And I think you'd be really surprised. So we want to thank you for listening to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing of the United States Air Force. I'm Chaplain Jim Bridgem. I'm Sergeant Ackerberg. I'm Master Sergeant Booker. Until next time, if you need us, please reach out to us on the global address list. And finally, we want to thank you for what you do for your nation. We just hope you have a great day. Mm-hmm.